0: In Lakota ways, the highest power we believe in is Wakantanka, which is the great mystery. It's like two in the morning, and theoretically no one should have been awake. we would maybe been walking for 50 or 100 yards or something before we were all... Like, do you guys see these footprints in the snow too? And like... Why do you think that these are here? Like, they definitely stuck to the route that we were taking. It's just enough of a shock to kind of penetrate our drowsiness and start to raise the hairs on the back of our neck just a little bit. It it was this moment where we kind of all realized, like, okay, this is an undertaking that's larger than all of us.
1: From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a native athlete and activist realizes a deeper connection to the people and mountains around him by embracing a great mystery. After this,
0: my name is Connor Ryan. Some people know me as Sacred Stoke. I think that's my that's my only nickname. <laughs> I don't know the things that that people might have nicknamed me, you know, when I'm out of the room. But for the most part, I'm called by my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Boulder, Colorado. That's where I was born and raised, and currently I live in Winter Park. Uh, I spent most of my time skiing chasing after snow and helping native communities to to build programs to get kids from our communities out onto the land to ski. Those are kind of my highest priorities. And professionally, I'm a skier, filmmaker, and activist. My passion is really relationships and and the tools that they are for better understanding our relationship to ourself. And for me, The relationship to mountains and to communities and to our environment is really what fascinates me. It was mid-April in Colorado, 2021. We were in the process of making the film Spirit of the Peaks. April's usually one of our snowiest months, if not our snowiest month. And that year, I don't know if it had snowed once that month. I rounded up my guys, Matt and Isaiah, my great friends, storytellers, filmmakers. We were pretty defeated after two weeks of making a ski movie without any fresh snow. We decided to chase this possible storm that was going to hit Monarch Pass. Drove over from Silverton and rented a room we went to bed at about 9 o'clock, and we, we set our alarms for a 1.30 a.m. alpine start. We showed up to the trailhead. Within a few steps, it becomes kind of a tunnel through the forest. Things are pretty melted out and damp, and about a fresh six inches of snow had fallen overnight atop this, like, kind of melty scene You know, we're all groggy, we're in headlamps, and we start skinning for maybe 50 yards before we all start to notice that there's these footprints on the skin track. The thing that was really weird about them is they were like kind of the silhouette of a foot or a shoe but there was no tread on the bottom of them. It seems like anybody who should be headed up this way would have snowshoes or skis and skins on their feet. As I look at them, the only thing that I've ever seen that look quite like this footprint are the footprints of moccasins. I start making this joke that, oh, we don't have to worry, guys. These are just grandfather's moccasins. That there's some spirit out here that's leading us through the woods all along the way. By the time we'd been going for two miles and the snow was getting deeper and we were deeper in the woods and the footprints still hadn't stopped I started to be like okay now this this is actually pretty strange. As we kind of start to reach the end of the trail we notice that the footprints are like still kind of leading in the direction we're going. They're almost equally guiding as they are confusing. And we were like, okay, this is like downright weird. And we need to just like look at these and think about this for a minute and just make sure we're not getting ourselves into some sort of situation that we don't understand. At this point where we're going to have to break up as a group, Matt is going to have to walk away from us and he's going to be across on the mountain, on a long lens. And Isaiah and I are going to have to start booting up the mountain now. And we're going to use the drone and the cinema camera there. And for me, this is looking like it's about to be the longest boot pack of my life. I can't feel my feet and can't feel my fingers and the winds howling and the footprints had faded away almost entirely and I, I can see the first twinges of twilight out on the horizon and you know the intention this morning was that we were gonna ski a 3,000 foot descent and six inches of powder at sunrise and it's gonna be this perfect shot that we need to turn this film around and, and get things going and my head was really filled with questions like should we even be here maybe we're done and Maybe we're not going to get any good skiing in this movie at all. And maybe I'm not even that good of a skier. And so I'm kind of squinting through my goggles, through the blowing snow. I see a figure. And I'm like, there's some guy on top of the mountain already who started at one thirty instead of 2, like us. And he left these damn footprints the whole way. And we thought it was funny. And now he's going to get first tracks before us out here on this backcountry line. And the, the shot's going to be ruined. This is all just completely pointless and I feel like giving up but as I looked up to the summit of the mountain it just felt like there was something that was pulling me to the top as I'm shugging up the mountain and and the sun's coming up, my thoughts are just racing and my feet are going faster and faster I come over the crest of the ridge of this blind rollover and the entrance to the line and the figure that I thought was a tall man is actually just a rock that's maybe like 3 or 4 feet tall and like very vaguely at best man shaped and In this moment, I kind of just fell to my knees. And I don't really remember if I was crying or I was laughing, but I was pretty hysterical (laughs) either way. As I stood nearly atop a 13,000-foot peak with a sea of peaks below me, basking in the Alpen glow, I was really grateful. And I realized that whatever those footprints were, there, there was a way that, that grandfather was leading me to the top of this mountain. We dropped in to ski that day and it, it was crusty. It was nothing special. But when we went back and reviewed the footage, it was the first good shot that, that we'd gotten while making this film in at least two weeks. And it's my favorite shot in the film. It's one of the most poignant points in the movie. It's this, this key turning point moment. But it was actually that in, in my real life. For me, it really helped me anchor in this understanding of these concepts that, that exist both in Lakota culture and, and Ute culture. In Lakota, we have this phrase, daku waka ska, ska. And essentially it's the reason why miracles happen. It means that something sacred flows through everything. And they have a similar concept in Ute, which is called Nanama. There's a way for, for any of us, I think, to to be led to a higher purpose than we can imagine for ourselves through a means and mechanism which we don't even need to understand in order for it to work out. I think this experience was one of the things that really brought me to, to this feeling of really having a sense that, like, I did have a strong relationship, quite literally, with the spirits of the peaks. You don't need to know why or how something happens in order for its happening to be consequential and important and and life-changing.
1: Connor Ryan is a Lakota skier, activist, and filmmaker. You can watch his award-winning film, The Spirit of the Peaks, on YouTube. And you can follow along with Connor's adventures and activism by checking him out on Instagram at sacredstoke. This episode was produced by Patty O'Connell. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash dailyrally where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil and our music is composed by louis weeks we appreciate our outside plus members who make this show possible if you're not already a member you can join us at outsideonline.com podplus slash pod plus thank you for listening